Hey guys, welcome to the Shoes Biscuit podcast. Uh, I'm Alex Whiteley, and uh, today I'm coming to you guys from Lavender Blue Services. Now, I'm speaking to Kay Gunner, and the reason I wanted to speak to you is because right from the very beginning, right from when we first sort of started at the biscuit, we, we sort of got a chat, and I think on Facebook. And I was like, yeah, I'll come round. I'll bring some mics round. And we just never did it. I don't know what it is. So here we are like four years later or something. Yeah, I think it's just uh, time just flies, doesn't it, really? It really does. I mean, it's really, when, you, when you're running a business like you are, or business is, should mm-hmm. I say, um, and I'm doing what I'm doing, it's uh, time does fly. Um, and so I'm here today to sort of just talk about you and sort of your journey, because this is what we like to do at The Biscuit. I always describe The Biscuit as like the one show for Shrewsbury. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we have to cover a bit of everything. Yeah. Um, so I want to find out sort of where this all began for you. So where are you from? Are you Shrewsbury born and bred or where are you from? I'm originally from Litchfield, but I've been in Shrewsbury for, oh my gosh, um, probably 25 years or more, yeah. It's one of those towns that just attracts people and keeps people here. I just, I just absolutely fell in love with the town anyway. Um, when we were kids, we always used to come through Shrewsbury on the old A5, (laughs) um, to go on holiday to Wales. And I think it's just sort of stuck in my mind. I'd always like to end up here. It's really weird. I mean, I'd never been to the only the only time I'd been to Shrewsbury was through the train. Like uh, sometimes, what would happen because my my kids are in Wrexham, I moved to Telford, and I used to travel back and forth on the train to go see my kids or bring them back on the train or whatever. So sometimes I did the bus replacement things, <laughs> and you'd end up or you'd end up stuck in Shrewsbury. That's the only time I'd really been there. But it's when I married my wife um, with now, and uh, her family was here, and we started coming to see her family, and I was just like, this place is. Awesome. I love it. And it's yeah. just, I just fell deep in love with it. And you know what? Um, I was listening back to, because what we're doing now is we're releasing some of our older episodes because we're over 300 episodes now. Um, so, and um, we've never really used YouTube. I don't know why, but we never really used it. So, um, you're going to start releasing some of the vintage biscuit episodes on YouTube. Oh, that'd be but great. One of the episodes we're going to be re-releasing soon is the, um, the episode we did with Lorraine Fletcher and Stan Sebman from, for the love of Shrewsbury Facebook group that just absolutely blew me away. And that was the, the inspiration for the Shrewsbury biscuit. I was kind of I saw it and I was like, "Wow, people love this town." Yeah, they'll take pictures and they'll they'll discuss pictures and they'll share the vintage pictures of olden days and stuff. You know, yeah, it's a beautiful town. I absolutely love it here. Yeah, um, and how far into sort of? I mean, what's what's your, what's your past when it comes to like businesses or what? What's what's your what your, your career and stuff? What, what have you been doing? Um, well, from very early age, I've always been into sales. Yeah. Um, and then I, I left home and I worked in the um, hospitality industry for uh, quite a few years and then went back into sales. I had a business in Welshpool, so I moved home very early on. And um, yeah, Well, I mean, it's, it's, it takes a, a, you know, a type of person to be able to run a business and to be able to run a, a team of people. I've been very open and honest about sort of my sort – of not, not my struggles, but like – when it comes to doing what I do with the biscuit, and I'm sorry to reflect on myself. I always do that. I was kind of no, that's that. fine. Um, but like when it comes to what I do, 
I like doing this behind the microphone, all right? I like making, creating content and playing with it, editing it, releasing it. There's something really cathartic and something really, um, I don't know, uh, therapeutic about that, especially when speaking to new people and meeting new people. That's great. But when it comes to running a team, like the build to pod aid was, was an absolute nightmare for me because there, there were deadlines to meet, there was content to create, there were emails to be sent, there was all this kind of thing going on. And my amazing teammates, throughout the time uh, we're just struggling with stressed out and there's nothing worse than stressed out I'm kind of like why is this not done why no, 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 no. Um, and I feel like I, even though I can be a leader at that time I wasn't a very good leader you learn from those sort of mistakes that I had and stuff so have you always been the kind of person to be able to run something to run a business to you know have that team behind you I've always been determined and quite self-motivated actually in any job I have yeah. I worked in the care industry for a long time, 10 years, looking after children in care and also um, one-to-one care, um, and then I, I, which really prompted me into doing the job I'm doing now. Oh, okay. It's, jobs like that require a lot of empathy, don't they? A lot of giving, you know. Absolutely, I'm, I'm yeah. A, I'm a, I work in support myself um, with, with care leavers. Um, and, you know, you can't – I always say you cannot do a job like this if you don't care. You mm. should, you just can't, you know. Someone, mm. If you've got like a, you know, a, a teenager crying about something and you don't go over and ask if they're okay, then you're a monster. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you've got to be able to do those sort of things. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I guess you need that as a leader. You need, as someone that creates a business, you, you've got to be able to understand people, right? That Absolutely. really helps, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I think my aim, I found my niche in life and that's to help other people. Yeah. No matter what job I do, I always like to help other people. And I've really implemented that in the business. Yeah. So we help others along the way. Yeah. And I I found that's, that's, that's very natural. I mean, I'm not saying that's not a a personal thing for you because obviously that's your personal belief and that's, that's, I love that. But like, there's a lot of businesses in Shrewsbury that do have that belief anyway just it's, it's I don't know what it is whether that's a Shrewsbury thing or just a thing in general when it comes to collaboration and helping other people it just seems to be sort of a natural thing to progress to and that's really nice I really like that because you always think about you know when you're growing up you always think about businesses dog eat dog but it's not <laughs> it's really not it's mm-hmm. a lot of people working well together um where does this all stop for you then the lavender lavender blue services and, and what is your progression now where does that begin Okay, it began about 2009-10, really, um, under sad circumstances, unfortunately. Um, but I had four children to put a roof over their heads and didn't know what to do and where to go next. So we put a few leaflets out, me and the children, and um, and we just started from there. So I used to go into somebody's home and do two hours cleaning and two hours gardening um and then my son was made redundant and he came on board with me um and then it just progressed and started from there really um and then he used to do the gardens and I used to do the cleaning um and then my other son he came on board part-time Saturday holiday work and he then wanted to be an accountant and I thought this is going to be great because he can be my accountant for my business um but he's more of an outdoor kid so he um he came after his uh I think he was just about to start his level four in accountancy and then go on to uni but um 
he said, Mom, I can't do this. I need to, I need to be outside door working. Interesting. So I said, if you're going to do that, then you'll need a qualification. So I sent him off as my first apprentice to do, um, landscape, uh, horticulture and landscaping at Mm. Wolford College. Wow. So he did that, uh, through working as well. And then he set up his own business called Lavender Landscape. Nice. And then we were still doing the, um, garden maintenance, which my other son runs. And it's actually all connected. So, um, and then we've progressed and progressed and progressed and we did sort of commercial. So we do a lot of entertainances for lots of estate agents and landlords. Then we do, um, put people on the spot as well. I do with the biscuit, just shove a mic in people's faces. I forget, I forget my kids' dates of births and all sorts, but what I'm getting from this though, this is like this, this has come out of necessity. Right, you you guys had to bundle together and and, and work to, to to get by, yeah. And this is what's come from it, yeah. And that's really beautiful, yeah. I think that's really nice because, you know, you see, you see people through tough times. You know, I've, I've you know I've done it myself. You know, dragging a, a, a lawnmower from house to house, sort of doing the gardens, washing cars, these sort of things. But to see that develop into something like this, I mean, that's really something special. Yeah. So we're a family-run business. Yeah. Um, and now we've progressed that much that obviously my two eldest sons have got married and my daughter-in-law's work in the office as well. Yeah. One as finance manager and one as the office manager. How is that working with family though? Because you can't tell them to get lost, uh, you know, because... No, you- it's great. We're we're all very close. We're a very close family. Good. E- even my daughter-in-law's, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, Absolutely. Oh, that's very good. So I just uh, imagine it's a. I mean, me and my, my wife is uh, coming around with me at the moment. Used to be met her at the uh, the food festival. She's lovely. She's and amazing. your little boy. Yeah, Timmy's <laughs> here. Um, obviously, with the biscuit, we've had we've had Jules, we've had Shane, we've had Dee Dee, we've had a few people come through, and you know, people got lives. You know, people's lives change and stuff. But the biscuit will always sit with me because you know I created it. So like, um, whether whether shane stays and goes whether jewel stays and goes well it doesn't matter you know these people have come and been part of my life and i love them for, to bits right um but my wife so she started to come follow me around with the the, the camera now for as a photographer and timmy's like when we do vlogs i like to include him as like the mini biscuit you know sort of like the timmy cam people love timmy cam when i give yeah. him the mic and he just goes nuts with it um <laughs> um and uh, yeah we love that and it, it, i just i've I feel it's something special when you, when it all goes to plan, but I just I, I worry about like the one day where me and my wife don't quite get on at an event or something, and that's it. Then we got we got this like this cloud following over us when we when we do events and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's my own anxiety. But I'm glad to see that you guys work well together as a team. Yeah, we do. Yeah. So it's all um, it's all connected. All our businesses are connected through. And the idea really now is to set all, well, I've set all my children up in business and um, so that they've got that work ethic. Work ethic. Work ethic. (laughs) Sorry. Um, And so last year when the pandemic hit, it hit us hard. And um, I I decided to carry on with my business plan. And that was to split my business. Um, so we do commercial cleaning and we do domestic cleaning. So we rebranded, um, with a little bit of help of a few other people, which is great. 
Hmm? <laughs> I don't know whether I'm supposed to mention them or not, but um, <laughs> anyway, the <laughs> yeah. So we rebranded um, and we received a grant. So basically, all went back into the business to actually make us move forward. Um, although we lost a lot of business, we also gained a lot of business from doing it. Um, so then we had two companies. So we've got the commercial cleaning and then we've got the domestic cleaning. And we now employ about 24 people and they, I class them now as my extended family. Oh, nice. So when we go into a commercial new build and clean that, uh, they want somebody to maintain the gardens. So that will be Sam's company, LBS Garden Maintenance. And then Elliot Landscapes Garden. And then they might want a regular cleaner. So that's where we go in on the domestic side. And then we also, as a company, leave um, a, a hamper gift set, um, a lavender hamper gift set, because it's very stressful when you move. So my idea was then to help that person relax or the family relax with bath bombs, candles, you know, unpacking all your things. Then we provide, you know, your shampoos, conditioners and things. And it's all very relaxing. And it's just progressed from there. So I was looking for a shop as well. So last year, in the middle of a pandemic again, <laughs> I received the keys to our property October the 29th and we managed to open for one day before lockdown again. Yeah. We opened for a couple of weeks before Christmas and then we had to wait till this year, April the 12th. So now I've got a shop as well called Lavender Hampers and Gifts in Butcher's Row. And so we provide the family with a welcoming gift. So my idea really as well then to go into care homes, obviously alongside the care plan, is to leave maybe a welcoming gift for them. Um, just a way of relaxing. But lavender has a lot of benefits as well. So I'm quite passionate about it now. Um, and we sell anything from... Bath bombs, tea bags, coffee, tea towels, cookbook. mugs, a cookbook. Yes, yeah. I've written a well, I've put a cookbook together. You have, right? I remember you mentioned I have, it. Yeah. Yes. And you can cook with lavender. <laughs> so uh, I'm trying now to um, establish it a little bit more and maybe put a little bit more together. You see, this is why I love doing what I do. Hearing this story. <laughs> Right. So you've, you know, you, the, your journey from to from where you started to where you are now is yeah. pretty fascinating because you've got this little uh, enterprise now of yeah, it's all huge. these different businesses that yeah. you guys run throughout the family. How um, fascinating. And my daughter now has a salon above my shop because um, obviously the room was free. So she wanted to do something. So she went into gel nails, express massage manicures pedicures so she's got a little salon above the shop what a perfect place yeah so we sell lavender one of the most you know relaxing herbs you can find yeah. <laughs> why lavender though what what drew you to lavender i mean you guys well actually i i couldn't think of a business name when i first started and my mom said oh lavender blue dilly dally and started <laughs> singing the song and I said, oh, lavender blue services. Oh, well, I really like that. And it sort of had a ring to it. So um, my mum actually named it about 10 years ago. Nice. Oh, sorry, now, gosh. Coming up 13 years, isn't yeah, it now? Yeah. yeah. 
Crazy, it's gone quick. Yeah, I, I very mean, quick. I, we was, I was talking to someone about my radio show, Naughty Talk, the other day, and somebody was like, oh, music, the music's not old enough to be classic. What are you on about? Because you know, I was saying, like, Naughty's music deserves its own sort of place now because you've got, like, 80s radio stations and 60s and 90s and things. But Naughty's, you know, you talk about 2000, it's 22 years ago, nearly. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so when you think of it like that, you're like, okay, well, maybe maybe Alex has got a point, you know, yeah, and how far far things can come in that time. Um, so so let me get so with the with the domestic cleaning that you do. So someone's bought a new house, you go in and clean it before they move in, then and you make it look. So good. that's a commercial site. That's a commercial site. Yeah, yeah. So a different team goes yeah. in then. Yeah. And then, if the customer likes us, you can stay. Ah, oh, it's very clever. Yeah. Very so clever. we leave a welcoming gift. Mm. As a, a lavender hamper. Yeah. Um, so that advertises the lavender so hamper. It av- yes. And then if they like the goods, they'll come and buy from us ah, from the shop. That's amazing. Mm. That's really interesting, actually. And then Sam maintains the garden. Elliot landscapes it. And we go in then and do a weekly fortnightly clean. Mm. And then if they really want to relax and have a massage, they can go and see my daughter, which is above the shop. <laughs> I might take you up on that actually. I might need it to be fair. It's been a difficult year, it really has. And speaking of that, you know, we've spoken to, I've spoken to during the lockdown. I mean, it affected us massively as well. Um, but businesses, as some of that, you know, this isn't a business. This earn, doesn't earn me any money. It's just a, more of a hobby, really. Um, but <laughs> when it comes to someone who's, this is their life, this is what pays the bills or doesn't pay the bills in, in some pay, people's cases, you know, we've spoken to so many businesses that started or, you know, just before lockdown or during lockdown and, you know, the pandemic. Um, I always remember uh, Vinteria um, and uh, Gainer is, is, is an amazing example of that. You know, she bought Vinteria, her dream shop, and then all of a sudden everything stopped. And she didn't have a time to shine. She was just kind of just stuck, stuck, stuck there, you know. Mm. And it's the same with you with the with the, the hamper place, yeah, right? Absolutely, that must have been terrible. Yeah. yeah. So we've got an online website as well. Yeah, I see. Um, which that actually started a few years ago, and of course we had the goods and things like this in the office. Yeah. Um, so we did work from home up until about three years ago, um, and then we just sort of expanded a little bit more and needed that more office space to and a, a purpose for me to actually you know say right i've got I'm going to, to work yeah i'm actually going to work a lot of discussion about that lately obviously with people maybe going back to offices and stuff because mm. a lot of people working from home and I, I kind of agree really there's some people that are like no 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 working from home is more productive you know we don't have to go in the office don't need offices but then at, at the same time i think you need to separate don't you at home and work? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You agree? So I think I, d- I can't, I, c- I couldn't do Zoom calls. I, d- I just couldn't get on with the Zoom calls. One to one is fine, but when you see a whole screen of about 30 odd people, I just couldn't deal with it at all last year. Um, I mean, working from home for me, um, I really enjoyed it to be honest, but I've always been very hands on and active up until a few years ago. Um, so working from home, I'd just go to the office um, in the house in my pyjamas, <laughs> went downstairs with a coffee, just switched the computer on, and I found myself still there about 2 o'clock in the afternoon in my PJs. Yeah. And it wasn't ideal, really, because and then I thought, oh, I must get dressed, you know. And it just time just flew because once you've actually stuck behind that computer, you just sort of um, – you just – 
don't stop. You just carry on and carry I, on. I kind of zone out. This is it's the weirdest thing I do. Is I go to a car, like I just now, right? I just I said to you, I spent half an hour in the in, in the um, house coffee in, in Colum. Yeah. Um, so I went there, got my coffee, which I'm still drinking in my hot cup. Um, I opened my laptop, I thought I'd do some editing. And I zone out, no, nothing else exists but what's on my screen, right? And I uh, work and I work. And before I know it, I'm like, oh my God, I've got an interview in five minutes. Let's go. <laughs> you know, because you do. Um, so yeah, I, I do feel like, especially with mental health, things like that, you know, you, you need to you need to be able to have that place of refuge, your home, your place to go to relax. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, for me, it's all about sort of curling up on the sofa and watching a few episodes of House in my pajamas or something. You know what I mean? That's, that's kind of where I want my home to be. So it's nice I can get to go out and do this again. And you get to come to offices like other people people um but you know uh, how did, uh, did it affect sort of the sale of things for you guys during during the lockdowns you used a lot of etsy i guess um to sell the hampers the lavender hamper stuff i didn't yeah. use etsy no at all no. no i just did a lot of facebook um we had quite a few sales coming in obviously everyone t- everybody went online last year yeah um so the sales grew and grew um to the fact that i thought you know what I really would like this in the shop. And there's a lot of independent shops in Shrewsbury. And I just felt uh, with a lot of the bigger shops closing, people need something to, you know, have a mooch around really. Yeah. So I thought it would be a great idea. And Butcher Row was just the ideal spot for me because it actually took me back to my childhood where I used to work in Litchfield in a little boutique called Tudor Row. And it's very, very much the same. Yeah, nice. What do you prefer, though? Do you prefer, I mean, obviously all of these businesses that you guys run as a family are amazing. Yeah. Um, but which one do you prefer? Do you prefer the shop or the, the cleaning service? Which, which one do you prefer to sit and watch? Go? I prefer to be in the shop, yeah. admittedly, yeah. because I'm quite a people's person. Mm. And I love, I love what I sell. I'm very passionate about it. And if I can help others in benefit benefiting from lavender then i'll do so because you can use it for medical purposes as well which i found really helped um i am now in the office two days a week because one my daughter-in-law is expecting a baby so another addition to the family congratulations yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) so uh yeah baby arrives in about five weeks i think so that's quite exciting so vic is in the office so i needed to be in the office really um at the moment just to sort of uh cover things here so there'll be myself and my daughter-in-law in the offices a couple of days a week um and then i'm in the shop five days a week oh nice Mm. When it comes to lavender products that you, you, you sell and put together, um, how do you source all that? Is there any local businesses that you work with to make things? Um, I try to source from the UK as yeah. much as I can. Yeah. But there's lots of things that I think, oh, that looks nice. I'll try that. And it really, it's lovely, yeah. really nice. So um, most of the I'm trying to get all the lavenders under one roof. So at the moment we've got Yorkshire lavender, Cotswold lavender, um, Somerset lavender and Kentish lavender from uh, Castle Farm in Kent. So we're trying, all the products are very different and apparently all the lavenders smell slightly different because it's the uh, the soil that the lavender's grown in. Okay, so it's all environmental. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. it's all organic as well. Oh, Brilliant. I don't know. There's so much, so many like sort of companies across the UK that sell lavender. 
know, to, to there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot. You can get, um, so we've got uh, lavender material where one of my customers makes some cushions and I make cushions as well myself, uh, stuff with lavender and it actually helps the children to sleep. So it's all, yeah. I remember, um, see, I, I, uh, my, my parents growing up were Wiccan, right? So we used to go to a lot of, um, earth healing co- festivals, things like that. I don't, I don't really used to pay attention, but there was this one lady that, um, brought this tiny little cushion for me once, um, cause I was, I was a naughty kid and, uh, I was, I was kind of just really hyper, you know? So like, yeah, this might, this might chill Alex out. And it was like a cushion thing and it's filled with lavender. And I carried this thing on me everywhere because it was one of the most amazing things somebody had ever given me because it did just relax me it was just yeah. a really nice thing to hold on to it smelled amazing i could chuck it under my pillow and stuff you know it was just a, and when i think of when i think of you and your business i think about that cushion because that it is a relaxing thing to have around isn't it yeah absolutely um it helps my granddaughter sleep especially when i have a for a sleepover at night time um i give her a, a lavender bath bomb yeah. and um she sleeps 12 hours it's great <laughs> You gave, you gave Timmy one. He loved it. Absolutely loved Did the bath. He? Yeah, 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 yeah. He really, yeah. I mean, bath bombs are like the rage with the kids at the moment. I can't, I can't believe it when I saw them in Home Bargains. I had this whole section of just kids' bath bombs. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> what a market. Yeah. Don't go to Home Bargains. Come to Lavender Hampers and Gifts. Yes, please We do. have an array of over 60 aromas. Nice. Mm. Yeah. Not just lavender. Is that very popular, sir, then? Uh, but I, I say that I've got over 60 aromas, but it's still lavender that actually is the best seller. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's so relaxing. We do shower steamers as well, because a lot more people now are actually going for showers rather than baths and things. So, um... <laughs> bless you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to listen to that, see if we get that sneeze on the on the uh, on the on the mic. That's hilarious. Yeah, but so what's a shower steamer then? What's that? You put it at the bottom of the shower, and it acts like an aromatherapy. So we've got hangover relief, stress relief, happy, good morning, and um, sleepy time. So if you have a shower at night time, just put your sleepy bath bomb in, uh, which is obviously lavender aroma, and um, it makes you sleepy. We've got pillow sprays. We've we've got all sorts of things that will actually help make the you shower sleep. thing sounds really appealing to me because like I do this thing. I have there's a couple of things I like to do in the shower to relax. <laughs> Calm down, listeners. Okay, the first <laughs> the first one is I like to like I like to just close my eyes and just feel the water sort of running over my head. Right, it sort of wakes me up a bit sometimes, relaxes me. I suffer sometimes from anxiety. Right, so if I'm going to like I know an event somewhere, I'll, I'll worry about what I'm wearing or what I'm going to look like or blah blah blah. blah. This sort of just relaxes me a little bit. Feeling the water running over my head, close my eyes, really slow time down a bit. So something like a, a nice aroma sort of in the air in absolutely the air really yeah it would be really yeah relaxing for you yeah and i like to do the cold shower thing as well so i like to gradually dip, get the shower colder and colder and colder until it's at its coldest i do it at least twice a week and it's at its coldest and then i, I just sit and i breathe through it. it really helps with your anxiety if anybody suffers from anxiety try the cold shower thing it's amazing and it really helps slow your breathing down you can breathe through it and the, the, the reward is you get the warm shower afterwards it's really nice oh that sounds it's really good, good actually really good technique, yeah. yeah but lavender is very good for anxieties as well what else is it good for then because obviously you, you make so many different products um, skin creams or there's there's hand creams, there's hand sanitizers, there's uh, daily moisturizers. It's very very good for the skin. 
Um, it's it's just natural. It, it, it's part of the rosemary, sage, and herb as well. So that's why it's really good in cooking. Mm. There's a lot of people that still use it in Morocco and places abroad. Um, but I'm trying to sort of I, educate imagine, people into cooking with lavender imagine as well. Imagine there's a few gins. Is there a few lavender-infused We gin? have <laughs> lavender and blueberry mocktail mix. Oh, nice. That with blueberries, lemons, crushed ice, mixed with your gin and tonic. Oh, yeah. It is amazing. Yeah? Absolutely amazing, yeah. I'll have to take your word for it. <laughs> no, we've got lavender coffee as well. Um, we've got le- lavender and lemonade tea. I'd like to try lavender coffee. Yeah. Uh, we've got be- lavender honey, lavender and coconut, lavender and vanilla, and lavender. Have you, so, uh, have you looked for... Uh, I mean, I'm just thinking of an ad space, like on the radio. We've got lavender cushions, lavender honey. We've got lavender bath bombs, lavender, lavender, lavender. It's all about lavender. Come to get lavender. Just <laughs> <laughs> imagine one of those American-style TV adverts. Lavender, baby. Um, yeah. What an amazing thing. I think that this whole, like, from the beginning right to right now, is just a really important thing for people to listen to. You know, there's people out there that have started right from the very beginning, during lockdown, bored at home, got this skill, going to use it, going to make some money with it, right? I've, I've, I've spoke to so many people. But to hear that you can use that to branch off into different aspects of business and work in different, so like, you know, cleaning, um, you know, working in a shop, uh, you know, all these things that you, you're doing now stemmed from one idea to loads of different ones. Yeah. How brilliant. Ah. Um, what have you learned during all this? What, what's like some of the, um, they're good things, bad things, uh, the lessons that you've learned over the years? Oh gosh, I think life is a, full of a learning curve anyway. Every day you, you learn something different. Um, I think training never stops. Yeah, um, yeah. I've just signed up to, um, one of my friends has got, um, uh, a, a, a training agency and uh, i've just signed up to do the level seven which is equivalent to a master's in business nice so i don't think you can ever stop learning it's and i've got so many business ideas that i would love to do aren't they a nightmare it's a nightmare to have like these amazing ideas because I, I, yeah. my problem is i only have so much time to do i'm like but i don't have the time to do it exactly <laughs> no. so i'm going to pass all the ideas on now to my grandchildren because i've got two and one on the way mm. i've got a seven-year-old little boy four-year-old next week little girl and one on the way we don't know what that is it boy or girl i don't know the next generation the next generation the shop is for the for the uh the grandkids I really have got a lot of respect for you for um, helping your family sort of learn how to run a business. I think that's really important. I mean, it's something that really struck home at the food festival, actually. I was speaking to Steph from Self Help Africa, and Mm -hmm. we were talking about this charity about rather than make money and then build things for for people in Africa, they teach people how to build things, teach people how to farm, they give them the tools that they... And I thought... They, that really has got me thinking. And I spoke to, um, I mentioned it to a, a guy called Daniel Goodman, who's a day trader in, in America. Anyway, it's, it's, it's really sort of weaned its way into sort of um, some of my interviews because I think it's really important. Like, you know, teaching someone how to run a business is better than going, here's 100 grand, crack on. Because, you know, that, that 100 grand goes, right? Say, uh, but if you can teach someone how to make 100,000 pounds. I've never had 100,000 no, you know, pounds, I mean, you get but the idea. we turn over that yeah, much. Yeah. But we, 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 I've, I've never actually, but to, you know, had to, it in my pocket. To, I've had to work at 
Exactly right. I You've got to the work, work ethic to, to to get that, yeah. and that's what I want. You know, that's what I've taught my children that you know you've got to work to get anywhere in life and if you want things you need to save up and get them yeah tell me about it <laughs> i need new headphones so i want to get some uniform like this is the thing right what i do with the biscuit is is never been about money it's never been about i mean I get sponsors that'd be great but uh, we're never really like sort of hammering home we need a sponsor but it's all about passion and you think passion's important with doing what you're doing or do you think it makes oh, it easier i'm so passionate about helping other people um Absolutely. I, I mean, our youngest customer's 23 and our eldest is in the 90s. Yeah. So it, it doesn't matter how old you are. Hmm. And I think also the pandemic over the last, um, well, 18 months has actually taught people to have a little bit more quality life. So instead of working Monday to Friday and then cleaning the house at the weekend, obviously if they can have that cleaning done in the week, they have their weekends free for that quality family time. Yeah. And I think it's important because life's too short and you need to have that quality time. Yeah. And we try to work within everybody's budgets as well, which makes a huge difference. Um, So if people can't afford, oh, I can't afford a cleaner. Yes, you can. And we'll show you how. You know, we'll show you a way of easing your pressures off you, uh, you know, for your home life. So you've got that quality time with your family. How small of a job and how big of a job uh, will you take on? Is there a job too small or is there a job too big? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's what people need. You know, and, and something to what they need and what they want is totally different. You know, everybody's totally different. Every house is totally different. Every home is totally different. Um, you know, pe- people want different things. You know, one week they might want the inside of the windows doing um, because they want to take their son to football at the weekend. Or, you know, one lady said, well, can you just do all the, the deep cleaning, skirting boards, paintwork for me? And then another said, I want a two-hour basic everywhere, every week, and then once every six months come and do a deep clean. So yeah. it's it's just everybody's totally different. Yeah. Everybody's totally different. So we set up, um, I like to go and meet my customers because feedback's very important from them to make them happy. They're paying for a service from us. We provide all the eco-friendly cleaning equipment and products as well um, to the customer. So they 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 don't need to do anything really. Nice. I mean, I think it's underrated uh, having a nice, clean place to live. You know, um, it's, when you live, I mean, I, I work with. I don't want to say too much. Obviously, I can't say too much. But with young people that may sit in a messy room and feel fed up about it, and I'm like, you know, well, go and sort your room out, and then see how you feel afterwards. When you look at a nice, clean room or house or area to work as well you know somewhere where mm. you can sort of be um it really does help doesn't it sort of it, clears your mind a bit it it really does and i and i think you know some people are too embarrassed to get clean and you'll find that people will, will tidy up for the cleaners come or you know <laughs> yeah. th- that sort of thing you don't have to worry about with us because we tidy up if we go along you know yeah. we don't move anything as such but we we just tidy it up and get it off the floor so that famous uh scene from the simpsons where marge gets a they get a cleaner they win a cleaner for a week or something so she's like and she cleans the house and she's like well this is a house that's ready to be cleaned <laughs> i go into some homes and and like do, do you really need a cleaner um yes 
because everybody has their different standards. Mm. Everybody is totally different. It's that state of mind though, isn't it? You know, it makes you feel yeah. a bit better. Yeah, it makes you feel better. And, it, and it's, you know, that they have that quality time then with their family and which they appreciate a lot more. Mm. And we work together. We work with people. We don't work for them. We work with them. Yeah. Which I think is really important. Yeah, I think that's really important too because, you know, um, I feel like when it comes to uh, working as a team and understanding and communication, you know, there's there's, there's got to be a fine line between sort of, uh, like you said, working for someone, working with someone, because then you can sort of communicate the issues that you need to get across. It's very important. Um, and, you know, I feel like what you're doing with with, uh, with the cleaning, the gardening, with the shop, with, you know, you say you want to step into care. Did you say what you said you wanted to do? Uh, go into- no, I no. don't want to go into care. I've come out of care. you come out? <laughs> but I... I um- I, I was a carer for a long, long time. Oh, okay. Um, and oh, sorry, I, I misunderstood. I, I, I some, know sometimes I get frustrated. I got very frustrated that sometimes you only had like half an hour in someone's home no. and they just needed that little bit more of a, you know, a, they could have done with an hour. And that's yeah. how I thought about helping them older people out. I'm not taking the care away. I don't want to do the care. No, no. So we don't do anything medication um or you know personal care but we do everything else so we can do ironing um we can go shopping for someone we can just sit there with them and have a chat and a cup of coffee if they want us to which actually gives the family respite as well so if you've got family that are living away and you've got an older relative Hmm. um you know we can go make them some lunch a few times a week. Um, oh. We can actually sit down with them, make them a cup of coffee. And then while they're having a chat with us, we can actually do the dusting or do a bit of housework oh, for them as well. Nice. So it's just giving that family a little bit of respite too. So we do that sort of thing. Nice. Yeah. When do you rest? Obviously you got these ideas. Does your mind always race? Like you said, you got new business ideas come all the time. How do you, how do you sort of relax that? <laughs> because it's, it's I, do, I I started painting again. Really? Yeah, I've always been quite arty, and I've always liked painting. And I I used to teach painting actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the local primary school when my children were growing up. Um, so I've always been sort of um into you know a bit of art and things. So I've started doing acrylics, and um. My grandchildren actually have sold some of their pictures in the shop. I haven't sold any of mine, but my grandchildren have. So they're doing a little bit as well. Um, nice. And they, they're, they're just like abstract art and it looks great, but they're a lot cheaper than abstract art. Um, <laughs> and it's a bit of pocket money for them. So I've got a wall in the shop that anybody that wants to come and display their artwork, they can. So it's just helping them to, to get noticed as well. Mm. Um, That's so really good. I like that you've got like somewhere you can yeah. go just to, to, to switch off, but then you by the time you've finished, you got a bit of art there you can probably sell or yeah. I, or. I just I just go home and I, you know, I either make some cushions from the sewing machine or I do some artwork. Oh, there's a phone. So, yeah. <laughs> in business. Um, Hopefully, somebody will get that. Yeah, somebody's got this phone. Someone's we're, got. We're sat in an office, guys. It's a it's a fully operating business that we're working <laughs> in right now. I'm going kind of in the way, but um, no, I, I love that. I'm, I'm going to do this thing. It's a, it's a dopamine um, 24 hour dopamine fast soon. I, I, I don't know if I'm going to do it this weekend or next weekend, but it's basically uh, we've all got these phone these phones and social media, computers, TV, music. 
books, all this noise, right? And which we love, we all enjoy. And um, I spoke to a lady called Jenny Black, who um, who who talks about this. She's a um, a counselor that deals with the fallout from social media, right? This is the problems that they have with families, things like yeah. this, right? Um, she said to me that you can have twenty four hours with no TV. No music, no books, no podcasts, no none of this, no social media, no phones. And she said it's meant to like reset your your brain a little bit. Um, so even though it might be the worst day of your life because it's so boring, by the end of it, you'll have all these ideas and you'll be able to pick and choose what you actually enjoy in life. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to try that because I feel like there's all these ideas running through my head and I do constantly, I've got these things, but sometimes it's worth just finding the one that's actually really important. You know, yeah. weeding out the, actually, actually the, the important ideas, the ones that you think are the best yeah. to work on. Well, I went to babysit my granddaughter last night. I have her every Wednesday night for a sleepover. So that's our quality time together. Oh, yeah. And then um, we, my phone died. I was oh, at her house. I couldn't get a TV to switch on. So we sat there. We did a bit of artwork. We had a bath with a bath bomb. Yes. And we read some books and it was just lovely. Oh. It was just so nice that... We didn't have that noise in the background. There was no interruption with people ringing. Yeah. Because my phone died. <laughs> so it was quite nice just to have that it is chill. Nice. It's, it was only for a couple of hours, but it was just, it was just really nice, relaxing time. Yeah. Mm. I went on my honeymoon, went to Egypt, right? And uh, there was this like, there was nowhere really for uh, internet or anything. It, there was, the, the hotel was terrible, but there was one room they had Wi-Fi. It was this tiny little router. I was like, really trying to work, you know. And you'd see people just sat there, just scrolling on the. They go there, they just sit and scroll on their phones. But it was amazing because we weren't distracted by things. We could just get on with our honeymoon. We went on on these excursions or this amazing adventure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I'm going to try that. Um, it's really important. Um, well, I had the grandchildren again last weekend, and we just had an amazing time. We walked. Um, we picked up sticks. We actually took them back to the kitchen. Uh, we glued, um, we painted, and they've produced some amazing artwork as well. <laughs> and they've given it to their mums. <laughs> so it's really nice. Lovely. Yeah. Um, have you got any advice for uh, anyone that's like, anyone that's just started a business from fresh? right now or thinking of starting a business any advice on how to go forward and sort of branch branch out and make this business last i think you need the passion mm -hmm. and you need determination and you need a lot of self-motivation yeah and i think um you need to follow your business plan and follow your heart and i think if people like you they're going to love your business and i think if people can see that you're you know, you're prepared to work and you're prepared to do things and you wouldn't ask anybody else to do it if you're not prepared to do it yourself. Um, and I think you're going to be successful. Um, but it's all about passion. Um, and you've got to get that passion over to your employees as well. Um, because nobody will do the job the same as what you do. Perfect. And that's completely across the board anywhere in any business it's your passion um so your employees if you you know we've done mental health training here we're they're all dementia friends where 
you know, we're, we're thinking about now doing some team building where we can perhaps organize a barbecue and have all the, I employ a lot of single parents as well that, you know, um, they want to work, but they think they can't work. Um, but if you encourage them that little bit to work, you know, and they get that work ethic back, mm. you know, we're very family orientated, but I've got some, and it, and it works really well because, um, <laughs> I've got a blank moment. Sorry. It does work. No, I, 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 what I took what I took out of that was if people like you, they'll like your business. That's what I took out of that, and I think that's very powerful, actually. You know, because there's a lot of people that are so busy, stressed about the logistics of things and about being on time and getting this right, and getting they, they forget actually. You're looking like a bit of a you know you're looking a bit crazy there, like yeah. stressing Alex about pod aid and the content that needs to be created for it. Why don't you calm down a little bit? You know, uh, it's very important to remember that actually, what a lot of people can see is that face, yeah, and how you're reacting to things. Yeah. So very important. But I think you know, put a smile on your face and and work together as a team. I think it's important that you work together as a team and you communicate. And I think um, whoever wants to start, I mean, I'm always here to listen and to to give some advice out, but you've really got to get your, your business plan. Um, not only in your head, everything's in my head. I have started writing things down. Um, phone's going again. Yeah, working business. <laughs> Ooh, a few more minutes left, guys, and then we're, we're going to get out of here because these guys are like, we need to work. Um, I, I, writing things down is really important, isn't it? I've got my, yeah. I've got like loads of notebooks full of to-do lists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I have to write down a list of things yeah. to do. But do do your priority, you know, do a list of 10 points, put your priority jobs at the top and work your way through it. And um, and if there's, there's a lot of help and support out there for businesses and you've you know, you've you've just got to do your homework really before you start, and do market research as well, because I think that's really important. Because when I started that. this, we're quite unique. We are where we will go that extra mile. We're not a, a normal cleaning company. We're a a caring cleaning company, if you like. So we 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 do go that extra mile. So if one of our customers is poorly in bed, but they still want us to go round. Um, they need a prescription picking up or anything like that or taking some small provisions like milk and bread then we'll do that for them we don't charge for that but it's on our way anyway so why not pick it up so we are a little bit unique to any other cleaning company really nice well you've definitely taught me a few things today so thank you very much for chatting to me today honestly i love what you guys do and after meeting you properly at the food festival you know when you just make a connection with people it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's nice absolutely and that's one of the most rewarding things i get from the biscuit is is meeting new people um properly so thank you very much for for, the, for today um if people want to get involved with like the cleaning service um how do they get into uh, touch with you guys well we've got a website um which is uh, lavenderbooservices.co.uk and from that website you'll get the connections to all the businesses um or you could just email lavenderbooservices at gmail.com mm. or if it's commercial business, it's lbs.commercial.ltd at gmail.com. Amazing. Um, honestly, I'm blown away. I really am. I'm, I'm not just saying that. I mean, I, I love, I love it. 
I love getting inside people's heads and walking around anyway. But when it's somebody that's made a business out of necessity like you have, and it's grown into to what it is today, mm. and not only that, you've had to adapt for a pandemic and then grow as well. Yeah. Um, that to me is inspiration. So thank you, you know, seriously. And we've got our online website as well. Yeah. For the hampers. Yeah. What's that? Lavenderhampers.co.uk. Make sure you check out the shop and butcher. Um, I haven't been yet. I've been to check out your shop. I've, I can't remember the last time I've been to town, honestly. Well, we're getting busy now with a lot of orders. Um, people are coming into us, um, asking us for gifts. They've only got a certain amount to spend on one person, like, between 10 20 pounds that's fine we can put a hamper up or a gift box to anybody's budgets i even get little children coming in saying i want to buy something for my mom and they got like two pound that's fine i'll find something for them and i'll wrap it all up nice for them but some people come in and want to spend a hundred pound hamper baskets that's fine too so it's it's whatever you can afford. You want to spend a thousand pounds? Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Any corporate deals, like something different, instead of having you know your normal, you can still have your chocolate, but it will be lavender truffles, <laughs> and they are absolutely gorgeous. They are they really are. Yeah. Um, I tried one of your truffles. Did I try it? No. What was it? I tried. Did I try? Some? You tried the lavender and lemon cake. That's it. Yeah. Mm. Shh. I'm on keto again now. I'm, I'm being good now. I'm not on eating cake anymore. Says you got to eat cake. It's lovely. <laughs> cake is live, uh, um, and it's coming to obviously Christmas. Christmas is coming now. Uh, are you guys making plans for Christmas with the hampers? Christmas. Oh wow! Um, it's October now. We've got to start talking about it. We're allowed to start to do that now. Okay. I think it's was it seventy something days to Christmas. It's crazy. It's not far away. As soon as Halloween's over. <laughs> you, and then you've got bonfire nights, it's Christmas. Is that a British thing of ours, just to count down days till Christmas? Or is that a worldwide thing, everybody's just like... I think everybody counts down to Christmas, it's just exciting. I love Christmas, I love snow, and <laughs> I'm very passionate about helping people put things together for a very special present. So anything relaxant, or, you know, we, we, we sell mugs, because we do tea bags, and we've got wax melts. And we sell the wax burners. So we do up diffusers. We've got bath bombs, huge array of bath bombs coming in. We've got donut bath bombs coming in as well. Donut. I think Duncan from Planet Donut will be great. Yeah. <laughs> donut bath bombs, eating your donuts in the bath. <laughs> That'll be a good one. Um, and yeah, so any, anybody, it doesn't matter what your budget is. Um, there's always something I can find for you to put together and we wrap it up really nice. And anybody wants to send presents to anywhere in the UK or the world, really, I've posted out to Australia, Paris. Um, so we, we can post anywhere in the UK and we can do it direct from the shop. So you don't have that worry. So anybody mm. that wants, oh, I've got a few presents to, to send to Scotland, Ireland, Wales, wherever. Um, well, that's fine. So you come in, choose your gifts, and I'll wrap them up and post them for you. I like the idea of that. I like mm. the idea of sending my mama a lavender care package for Christmas. That's yeah. A great idea. She's in crew. Oh, that's, that's fine. 
Mm. I'll deliver that. Well, I won't deliver it. I'll post it for uh, you. My mum won't listen to this, hopefully. I mean, she listens to everything. She listens to my radio show every week. She's always there. Mm. <laughs> listening to the music. It's great. Yeah. Which is weird because I play some some naughty music. It's called Naughty Talk for two reasons. Um, but yeah, I, I, well, my mind is blown. Honestly, you you just constantly come up with these ideas and you're just a powerhouse for this. So I really appreciate chatting to you. And we'll have to do this again. Obviously, um, you know, a few months checking on you. I'd like to come, come to the store and have a look and make yeah. some lavender purchase i like the idea of the the shower infuser the, 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 I like the shower steamers steamer. very That's popular it. at the moment they are as well yeah we're launching new well. services with um lbs commercial as well we've got a new service that we're going to launch january yeah yeah just need lots more staff now well, get in to touch. Be on the we'll get on the already. show and we'll discuss that at some point as well. That'd be amazing. Mm. I feel like we could chat for hours. I feel like we really could. See, I told you, man, we get to a point where we just relax and it'd just be like, hey. <laughs> yeah, but you you make that you make that person feel really relaxed, so it's great. It's one of them, isn't it? I, I, maybe it's the coffee. I don't know. Well, I always end up really like so for me with social anxiety. Right, it's really weird one, especially when it comes to the podcast. I'll start off kind of like, <laughs> yeah. but by it's all like fifteen minutes in, it kind of wears off a bit, and Absolutely. you just find that like you made a connection with that person, yeah. and a conversation, yeah. sitting back in your chair, chilling, talking about crazy things. I don't know. But um, anybody yeah. wishing to sponsor this guy, you really need to. He's awesome. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. I really do appreciate <laughs> that. Uh, yeah, we've. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you about a few ideas we've got at the moment, and um, we, we are going to be moving sort of more into the visual realm soon um we've got some ideas for vlogs we want to swap we want to really want to help the hospitality uh, industry so uh, but i've had ideas for doing uh, some vlogs with restaurants sort of showing food and speaking to the owners and stuff i want to speak to like venues at albert shed and get some unsigned bands and stuff like that and get some vlogs and videos so we're we're, we're looking for we've got we've got some cameras coming soon hopefully um so we're looking at getting out there and showing people what shrewsbury's made of you know yeah. Around the world. People well, listen to the show around the world, you know. Butcher Row is amazing yeah, because we've got House of the Rising Sun, we've got Number Four, and we've got The Bull. Yeah, House and of the Rising Sun. They make a great katsu chicken, by the way. Amazing. <laughs> oh, their, their wraps are just to die for. They're just amazing. And it's great service because they just pop it over to the shop for me if I need anything. Oh, nice. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, you're a great advocate for... for, for independent businesses that can grow into something special and for Shrewsbury as well so thank you very much for speaking to me today um, guys can I ask you a favour I would love for you uh, to go over to our YouTube I think we've got like 26 subscribers because we've never used our YouTube before we've never used it and never released much content the odd vlog now and again uh, which does alright you know um, but we are going to start releasing vintage um, episodes of the Shoes of Biscuit on our YouTube so uh, I'm starting off I think by the time this goes out last week I was um Simon Bell, which is our first ever guest, um, episode one. Um, it was it was amazing because Simon Bell is an amazing author. He's local. Um, he's a great advocate for mental health as well. Um, and uh, we did it in my kitchen when I lived in uh, Bellevue. And the first episode of The Shrews Biscuit was about genocide. We spoke about the Holocaust, but that's because that's he wrote about it. And it was actually a really important conversation to have. And it, it's one of my fondest interviews I've ever made. Um, I've done thousands of interviews over the years, but I remember that like it was yesterday. Um, and we're going to be releasing these episodes. So you can listen to them. There's no visuals. It's just there's a test card and you can listen to these. I've remastered the audio. So go back, subscribe to the YouTube and get a hold of these old vintage 
biscuits. We call them vintage vintage biscuits. It's cool, isn't it? <laughs> Very cool. Vintage biscuits. And check out our website too, which is uh, the Shoes with Biscuit Podcast.co.uk. All of our audio is available on there. It's made for our by for us by our friends at Web Orchard. If you need a website, make sure you check out Web Orchard. Pete is a great guy. He'll hook you up. Um, and you know, our audio is available on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, uh, even the website, wherever you get your podcasts from, you can listen to us. Tell you should tell your friends about us. Thank you very much, Kate. That's brilliant. Thank you very much. And we'll catch you guys next time. Peace out.